Did you know that when you pick up your Bible and begin to read it, let's say you have a free day ahead of you and you decide, I'm going to, now this is hypothetical, I'm going to read my entire Bible today. Starting in Genesis, the first page of Genesis all the way to the last page of Revelation. Do you know that if you do that, you have not read your Bible chronologically? Let me qualify this. What I don't mean here is that the Bible is not chronological from the initial revelation in Genesis to the climax of it at the end of the book of Revelation. Well, that is chronological. But all the books in between are not organized from beginning to end in chronological format. Instead, they're organized in reference to their genre. And that's how our Bible is divided up. Our Bible is a library. Our Bible is comprised just as if you walked into a library and looked around at the different sections. The different sections in the library are in reference to what genre those books are. Same exact way in our Bibles. Now some Bibles do a good job of this on the table of contents. They actually divide them up with a subheading that describes what genre it is or what writing style it is, but not all Bibles do this. And so it helps to know this because it really gets our minds thinking, not just this book in a vacuum, the book of Psalms in a vacuum, no relation to the other books. I just like it. I just like what's in it. That's a poor way to think about our Bibles. And it doesn't remind us of the unique communication method that the Lord is using to speak to us in that particular book. Instead, we should realize Psalms is part of the wisdom literature, or some people say the poetic writings, another way to describe what constitutes Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon. If we know that Psalms is part of that genre, then we soon start looking for context clues, not necessarily in relation to when this was written, the chronological reference, but more so to what is the unique way that God is speaking to us. Or, in fact, we could say, what is the unique way that humanity is represented here? I think one of the reasons that this one genre is normally called the wisdom literature is because wisdom is the centerpiece of each of the books, described in a different way, to be sure, but wisdom the way that one lives in relation to God, is the centerpiece of Job, of Psalms, of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Solomon. When we approach any given genre of the Bible in this way, then we start to see the big theological themes. We start to see what is unique about how God is speaking to us here as opposed to there. Not in terms of contradiction, but in terms of unique message. And so, know that your Bible is comprised in this way. This is, to be sure, not a usual way of thinking about our Bibles, but I think it's a very helpful way. Know that Genesis through Deuteronomy represents the Torah or the Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses. Know that Joshua, all the way through the book of Esther, represent the historical writings of the formation of the nation Israel. Know that The wisdom literature, again, as we already mentioned, is the message of wisdom 
communicated to us in Job, in Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon. Know that the prophetic writings represent both God's warnings and God's blessings in Isaiah all the way to Malachi. Know that the gospel and Acts represent a gospel narrative, an account of the early church in the life of Jesus Christ in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. And then know that the rest of your Bible is what's called epistle or letter. These are clear teaching instructions to the early church from the likes of Paul, Peter, and John. And then you can even consider Revelation in its own genre as apocalyptic or even an expression of all of the other genres in the Bible comprised into one book. Again, knowing that your Bible is a library, it's arranged in reference to genre, will really open your eyes to God's truth for you.